being the consummate professional that I am, uh, I am here today, but I'm not feeling very well. Uh, it's 20 past 12, uh, which is earlier than normal, because uh, I have to go into work early because there's a tube strike on and none of the tube lines that I use are running. I'm going to have to go very early and sit on a bus. Welcome to uh, this great day of episode 106 of Mr. Bird Pods. Um, actually, I'm not well. I don't know. I, uh, yesterday, I sort of was fine until a bright blue cyclist going past with a very strange thing on his back. What is it? I don't know what that is. Oh, I think I do know. It's one of those. Is that how they do it? I'm railing at the moment against uh, those get it or get here and zap it things where supposedly you can order something and get it three seconds later. Is that how they do it? Do they get, go around on um, when there's a woman coming the other way wearing uh, a matching top? Coincidentally. Very nice bright blues actually, uh, nice contrast to the very grey cloud. Um, yeah, why do, why do you need things within three seconds of ordering it? And who is delivering all this stuff? And I, I just get really cross about it, I'm afraid. It's all this I see I want, I have to have it now. Well, you know, God, remember the time? I can remember uh, half day closing on a Wednesday when the shops all used to close at lunchtime. And then they spend the afternoon, I suppose, doing the cyclist can, yeah, he's a zap. So he's zap it or something, he's on his phone, obviously doesn't know where he's going. Oh, well, that explains it, so they go around on bicycles. So where are they all? Are they near? Are they all based near where the orders come through and then they just all get sent off accordingly? Let me stop now. Parked on yellow lines? Well, it's not me, don't look at me. Um. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I don't like these things. They make me uncomfortable. It's just this, I, I don't know why no one can leave the house anymore. I know we all got used to lockdown and I'm, I'm the last person to be criticising people not leaving houses. But really, can people not just walk to a local shop anymore? Yeah, going back to half day closing, that used to be, I think in Harrogate, it was on a Wednesday when I was growing up. And then I think the shopkeepers just used to do their paperwork and their accounts and stuff. Well, that's the builders started up there, obviously there. Uh, no news on that front. The, the eyesore continues. So, um, yeah, so yesterday I'm just watching the cyclist now because he's just, has obviously has no idea where he's meant to be and I'm sort of vaguely tempted to, to go out and help him. He's just looking at his phone and slowly walking. Um, I felt fine yesterday and had lunch and then... I felt a bit tired and I went off to bed and slept for four hours, uh, which is a bit strange. Uh, I lost my appetite and my glands were a bit, and um, I can't concentrate because of this cyclist. Um, and then, and actually my health is much more important than that cyclist. Um, and then I got up and didn't feel terribly well. My glands were a bit, I was really achy and I just felt drained of energy. So um, I didn't do anything, I didn't go out for a walk. Uh, and I decided to take it easy this morning because I knew it was a tube strike and I had work to get into. So no yoga today. Sadly, no running. I thought I'd better take it easy. Um, I've lost him. I can't see him now. That's really annoying, despite the fact he's wearing bright blue. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, I think it's just a little virusy thing. I haven't been ill for, uh, I can't remember the last time I was ill actually. I don't get ill very often. So um, yeah, that's all that. So I thought I'd better do this early because um, I'm going to have to go into work early and uh, today's a bit um, topsy-turvy today for various other reasons. So, um, uh, what, uh, where was I? Uh, my health side, which obviously everybody is uh, very worried about. Please don't worry too much, I'm absolutely fine. Um, a press night last Tuesday, which went well uh, as far as the uh, lighting operation went. Excellent evening. Uh, no, the whole thing went very well. It was nicely done. And uh, the reviews were just really lukewarm. And uh, I think there's nothing worse than a lukewarm. I'd rather have, to be honest, I'd rather have somebody slating something off as long as they do it constructively uh, or raving about it than just that sort of, uh, it's just not very good. Because in a way, if something's really bad, it sort of makes people want to go and see it. Um I think it's really dispiriting, actually. And they got facts wrong, some of the reviewers. And I, it's different. I mean, I wouldn't have said things like this before I went to work in the theatre. But, you know, you do see how hard people work. It's been a lovely production team. Really, really lovely. And um, and then they just get that. And you just think, actually, it's really not that bad. <laughs> Even if you don't like it, it's not that bad. I think it's sold out quite well, actually. I think it's sold uh, ahead fine. Uh, partly because of the cast members but uh, I just think having to go on and perform if you're aware of what the, the sort of reviews are it's just really dispiriting anyway so that was oh yes well my brother was supposed to be going to that because very kindly I got two tickets for the press night which I sometimes get one ticket and uh, sometimes get no tickets at all um, I got two for this which was very nice uh, which my brother was going to come on one of them but he got uh, uh, Covid uh, which sort of made me sit up a bit because I keep forgetting people are still getting it. Uh, it's easy for us to forget that. Yeah, so uh, I did ask Darren, but um, I got absolutely no response. Uh, he always answers his text quite quickly. Got no response at all. Uh, I decided he was basically dead in the gutter. Uh, got very anxious and upset. Uh, never realised I didn't really care. Turned out he'd been in um, a wedding uh, up north somewhere and just hadn't bothered turning me that he'd gone to a wedding let alone bother turning his phone on let alone when he did turn his phone on bothering to answer my uh text so um turned out he couldn't come anyway which was really annoying because i would have liked him to have missed it he annoyed me so much over that um so yeah it's, it's his birthday actually on sunday so i've got to be nice to him um then uh, yeah so uh the national treasure came which was lovely uh, because of various reasons and it was really nice so um, we all went for little drinkies afterwards and um, it was a very pleasant evening I have to say um, so that was Tuesday and then the rest of the week the show was trotted on very quietly it is a very quiet show it's a very small cast no crew as I said before um, so uh, it's all right actually I don't know whether I'm going to get a little bit, um, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'll probably get to a point where I will start missing 
having people to chat to because there aren't that many people around to chat to and I do like a chat although I am a bit funny because I do like a chat and I do actually I like to like doing stage crew and all the business of the stage I'm actually very happy in my lighting box as well with no one to bother me generally um oh, the sun's coming out uh, so I'm a bit sort of uh, so that was that and then um I can't remember I'm gonna to have to consult my diary now where are we? June already. So then, oh uh, yes. Yeah, so <clears throat> I've taught the lighting board to my co-worker. That went all right on Thursday. Uh, we had a little organised by stage door people, a little jubilee uh, tea. It was actually quite a big jubilee tea uh, in the stage door area uh, on Thursday between shows, which involved uh, no. Is it no seco or something? Which is non-alcoholic Prosecco and lots of cakes, a uh, big cake, uh, lots of uh, cupcakes with uh, the Queen's face on them, all different colours or regal colours. And um, uh, what else was there? Cookies. It was very nice actually. I really enjoyed it. Oh, and there was tea and coffee as well. It was very nice. I enjoyed that. And um, who's that person? So that was that's my bit for the jubilee. I didn't do anything else. I did watch. Uh, no, we did go for a walk. Me and my coworker, my coworker and I, uh, delete as necessary. Um, and I did briefly see the mal. And actually, no, I had watched the Queen on the balcony in the morning, because um, I, uh, I have huge admiration for the Queen. I don't care what other people say. And I don't care if they agree with me. I think she's an absolutely astonishing woman, astonishing person. Uh, and uh, I just, I find it quite, what's she carrying? I know who that is. I don't know what she's carrying. It looks like some sort of racing rally. Um, so yeah, and <clears throat> my mum and dad always uh, watched everything on the television. I remember we got a colour TV, specially for Queen Anne's, uh, Queen Anne's, Princess Anne's wedding. I don't know when that was. And uh, so yes, always growing up watching everything on the television, all the major royal events. Uh, so I was a bit, um, I was a bit annoyed actually because I was going to watch, well I couldn't watch anything much on Thursday because I had the matinee. And then uh, I watched a bit of the Thanksgiving on Saturday morning, but then I had to go to work again. And I didn't see anything in the people's pageant because I'd taken myself off to bed. Um, and I didn't watch, well obviously didn't watch that concert, but I'd got no interest in that anyway. Um, yeah, but it, by all events, it seemed to have gone off very well. Uh, so I did, obviously we didn't have a street party. Uh, and um, now you see that's really weird. The woman walking by now is the woman who uh, works at the hairdresser who I found out lives down our road and I've never ever seen her in the 25 years we've both lived here and there she is walking past now. I mean that's just weird. I think it's her. It might not be. I don't know actually. I don't know why I started that now. Um, uh, I'm a bit out of it this morning, so which is why I'm a bit less focused than I'm usually unfocused. Oh yeah, and I've got um, I've got flowers on the tomatoes. That's very exciting, actually. I'm sitting next to them now, looking at them. Uh, they're on the cat aerobics centre and uh, the unused cat aerobics centre. 
and um, quite, quite a few. They're not very tall actually, which is fine by me. I would say they're about two feet uh, each. Uh, usually, uh, well, when I first started growing tomatoes, I didn't know how to grow tomatoes, so I used to let them grow. Uh, and it was like a bit like um, the scene at the beginning of the big sleep in that conservatory where there's just plants growing everywhere. They sort of went up and over and down and all across the floor. Uh, and I didn't realise you had to pinch them out and control them. Uh, nowadays, I pinch them out and control them, which is marvellous. So that's all that. And then, uh, yeah, so that was my Jubilee weekend. Uh, a bit sad, actually, because I was, I was either asleep or working. But I did see little bits of it. And I did see quite a lot of the uh, thing in St Paul's Cathedral. I was thinking, really, ought to go and visit St Paul's Cathedral, because I think I've only ever been in it once. I think I've only been in Westminster Abbey twice. Uh, I don't think I've been to the Tower of London ever. Might have been. Um, oops, car. And um, where else? Been on the London Eye, but I haven't really done any London-y touristy things, uh, probably because I don't want to be with lots of London tourists. Talking of which, uh, somebody's got a friend over from America uh, who came over yesterday, the worst possible day uh, to come over from America to visit London. Um, I don't know how they're doing, hope they're all right. Um, so not only did they come on Jubilee weekend uh, with uh, hundreds of flights down, uh, there's also a big tube strike today. Um, I'm going to mention the tube strike again because I'm very bitter about it. There is a tube strike again today and uh, I don't know how I'm going to get to work. Just saying. I am sympathetic because I know I understand why they're having to strike. Um, I just wish it wouldn't get to this point really. It's getting homeless problem actually. I mean I finish work about well, a bit earlier on this show. It's around about 10 o'clock and then I've got to get home. Um, which means a long walk up to Warren Street uh, from Leicester Square and then uh, hope a bus, I hope the buses are running. They will be, I'm sure. Um, so then on Friday night, uh, of course then I had a panic because I'd got COVID because I wasn't feeling well. Uh, we went to see Middle, David Eldridge's play at the uh, Dorfman, as it was Cottesloe. Uh, and of course no one's wearing masks and... Um, I just thought I got COVID on Sunday, needless to say, uh, which would have ruined uh, Taryn's birthday because I wouldn't have been able to go to that. That's an idea. Um, and that'll be lovely. Taryn's birthday will be lovely. Really, really looking forward to it. I really am. Um, and uh, have, I, have I mentioned the pickle fork? I've got him. He likes pickles, as we all know. Uh, it's one of the many weird things that he likes. And I think I mentioned it. I've got him a... 1874 or something, uh, silver Sheffield, silver mark, hallmarked uh, pickle fork with an agate uh, handle. I think I mentioned this. I keep saying that over and over again. Uh, I got it on auction. It cost me £25. And of course, by the time you put all the other flipping auction things on and postage and packaging, uh, it comes to double that, which I was a bit annoyed about, actually, because I don't want to spend that much money on him for obvious reasons. Um, anyway, you'll hear all about that next week. So, um, yes, yeah, so I went to Middle. Now, Middle uh, was a bit special because I, the first job back, uh, in I worked in the theatre and then went off and did loads of other things. And then I was offered uh, a job working on David Eldridge's beginning, uh, which had been a National Theatre production, which had transferred to the ambassadors, um, offered uh, a job share by my present 
uh, co-worker because they were doing uh, other things with their lives and they didn't want to do it full time. And so we used to do four days a week each. And that was uh, an absolute joy. Uh, it was one of the loveliest uh, things I've ever done. Yeah, um, it was a little tiny company of two actors, three stage management, me. David used to come in quite often and watch the show and chuckle away because I always could see him from the lighting box. And um, so uh, obviously I wanted to go and see Middle, which uh, I don't think is going to transfer. Um, and uh, I wasn't quite prepared for it because, well, beginning is very sad, but it's very funny. It's about two people getting together at the end of a late night party. Uh, it's done in real time, as is middle. They're very similar in concept, two people, about an hour and a half play, a bit longer, uh, done in real time, set in a flat. Uh, although this is set in a sort of kitchen living room area. This one is set in East London and um, Essex. And... Um, Beginning was very sad, but it was very funny. Uh, and middle is very, very sad. It's gut-wrenchingly sad, although it is funny, but a lot of the humour is uh, uncomfortable. Um, it is one of those things where you, I sat there and just thought, I don't know how actors can do this. Uh, the acting is so fantastic. Um, yeah, and so I was really, really glad I went. So obviously the next play is going to be End. Um, but David Eldridge does deal, uh, and I did say, does deal with issues people don't talk about very much. There's the issue of uh, not liking your child very much, having difficult children, um, not wanting to be a mother when it's expected of most women. I think that they will all take to motherhood like a duck to water. Um, he looks at class. He looks at a class voice that's not heard very much, who is that sort of... Um, upper working class moving into lower middle class type voice that you don't hear very much um, and I think it's a very important one and it's one I certainly identify with um, and he dealt with male depression uh, and I think these things really really do need to be talked about and heard about on our stages and in films and on the television etc etc i think it's really really important so um i hope it has i know beginning uh, has had loads of performances all over europe um i'm hoping middle will i'm sure middle will have a life uh, beyond the run at the national theater i don't know if it's still got tickets i don't know if any of you can go but i do highly recommend it uh and uh, yes so that was that and then um and then i'm caught up to the weekend um I'm reading, I've swapped my reading, actually. I was reading The Starless Sea. I've swapped over to The Gift of a Radio by Justin Webb because I'm, I finished uh, I finished The Thursday Murder Club, which I absolutely loved. And if you get the audio, uh, which is Leslie Manville reading it, there's a really uh, fine 20-minute uh, interview, a conversation between Richard um thingy, can't remember his name, and Marianne Keys. Uh, Marianne Keys absolutely loves the book uh, and brings out all the things in it that I found to be there. I think it's a, it's a really beautiful, gentle, funny, human book that's extremely well written, really, really well written. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, so I can highly recommend that. And then, so I then moved on to, I don't know why, it just popped up. It's a book I put into my um, wish list ages ago, but I can't remember why. And apparently it was this, made a huge splash, but it came out quite a few years ago, called The Thirteenth Tale by uh, somebody, I can't remember their name. And um, apparently she lives in Harrogate. Because uh, there was a reference to Harrogate in it, which threw me completely. Um, it's uh, and apparently it's been big in America, but I sort of by it bypassed me. It's a sort of um, I don't know what it is really. It's a bit Rebecca-y. It's a bit of it's got that sort of um, it's one of a sub sub genre I would call a book about books. So it's somebody who works in a bookshop um, who goes off to interview an author. Uh, reclusive author um, in a remote Yorkshire house. Um, so yes, it's a bit sort of Jane Airy, um, that sort of thing. I'm not that far into it, so I'm not going to say too much about it, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, read by the uh, wonderful Jenny Agatha, so you can always uh, rely on her voice to make you enjoy something, even if it's not very good. Uh, so then, and also the Justin Webb is a memoir, The Gift of a Radio, which is astonishingly funny and astonishingly moving uh, about his mum. But I'm going to have to stop there because I've uh, run out of time and I'm not, uh, I've got to get myself uh, a bit more in front of mind of doing things today. So uh, on that thrilling note, uh, I can see there's that funny cat down the road. I don't know if any of you saw a picture I put ages ago on our on Instagram of a cat that I thought needed rescuing and didn't. Anyway, it's sitting in the in the middle of the pavement, obviously not needing rescuing. Um, yeah, I hope everything's all right with everybody, and uh, thank you for listening.